This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. amazing that we spend, you know, most of our time and energy and focus so much of ourselves on this temporal life and then neglect the eternal. It's sad and it's out of whack. If God is actually God, our creator, our heavenly father, then we would be wise to put knowing him and learning from Him, receiving from Him at the very top of the list. Do you put knowing Jesus and learning of Him as the top priority of your life? This is what it means to have Jesus preeminent in your life. Today, Pastor Robert will be exhorting us to place more emphasis on the eternal rather than focusing so much on the temporal aspects of our lives. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. Walk in the gifts that God had given. And that's where Romans chapter 12 comes in. Flip over there, if you would, because I want to look at that real quickly with you. Let me read something to you while you're doing that that I think relates. Christian researcher George Barna has outlined what he considers his most significant findings for 2006. Although the majority of Americans claim to be deeply spiritual and say that their religious faith is very important, Barna found that only 15% of regular church attendees ranked their relationship with God as their top priority. He goes on, or the article goes on, according to the researcher, the latest survey statistics suggest Christians may be more attuned to matters of culture and entertainment than to matters of faith. People pay attention to what they deem important, he says. These figures may be another indicator that millions of Christians invest more of their mental energy in cultural literacy than in biblical literacy. Barna's research studies also found that the notion of personal holiness has slipped out of the consciousness of the vast majority of Christians. According to his research group's findings, while just 21% of adults consider themselves to be holy, by these respondents' own admission, large numbers have no idea what holiness means. And only one out of every three believe that God expects people to become holy. 30% actually believe God wants us to live holy lives, which is amazing to me since he said, be holy as my father is holy. He wants us. He wants us to be blessed. He wants us as a family to 
grow together and to learn together from Him. And the only way that's going to happen is if that is the priority in our lives, growing in our relationship. You know, it's amazing that we spend, you know, most of our time and energy and focus so much of ourselves on this temporal life and then neglect the eternal. It's sad and it's out of whack. If God is actually God, our creator, our heavenly father, then we would be wise to put knowing him and learning from him, receiving from him at the very top of the list. Everything else becomes secondary if God is God, because he will lead you. He'll He'll instruct you in all the other details, in every other factor. You know, it, he'll guide you to the right job. He will give you the ability to do that job well. He'll instruct you in the decisions that you need to make regarding your, your investments and so forth and so on. And yeah, you'll hit some bumps along the way, but he'll make sure the outcome's right. He'll, he'll work with you. If you are prioritizing that time with him so that he has the opportunity to instruct you, he's not just going to. You know, I mean, in some cases he will just step in and jerk your head around, but his priority is relationship. He wants you listening. He wants you paying attention. The Bible says he wants to lead you with his eye, not like you have to lead a horse with a bit and bridle where you have to jerk him around to get him to go where you want him to go. It's like if you'll watch, if you'll pay attention, if you'll look at me, I'll, I'll lead you with my eye. You'll know what to do and how to do it. He wants relationship with you. Going back to the idea of the giftings, look at Romans 12 with me. I'm just going to read the first uh, eight verses here. He says, and this is, you know, the Apostle Paul writing to the church there at Rome. He says, I beseech you, therefore, I beg you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Paul says, you know, Jesus Christ, God became a man, lived on the earth. He, he died for your sin. He went all the way to the cross and was executed in your place. It's only reasonable now that you should look to him and say, what, what do you want me to do? How, you know, what, what's your plan for my life? How can I serve you? How, how can I be a blessing now to you? You've been such an incredible blessing. How can I be a blessing? Present your bodies. And he goes on, he develops that thought. Look at it. He says, don't be conformed to this world like the Hellenists were. Don't, 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 don't conform yourself. Don't allow the world and the society around you to mold you and shape you. Instead, be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You want to know God's will for your life? He's telling you how. Stop letting society mold and shape you and instead allow Him by His Spirit to renew your mind and change you and transform you. Verse 3, For I say through the grace given to me to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. For as we have many members in one body, but all the members do not have the same function, so we, being many are one body in Christ, and individually members of one another. It's like, just like your human body has arms and legs and toes and ears and fingers and eyes, and you know, but you're one body, but you have all these different members with different functions. He says, in the same way, 
We, as individual people, are one body, the body of Christ. Verse 6, having then gifts differing according to the grace that's given to us, let us use them. See, in the same way that we all have our unique individual imperfections, we also have unique individual giftings from God. Now, these, these are gifts not given to me for me. They're gifts given for the benefit of the people around me. In other words, what he's saying here is that God has designed you and developed you and gifted you to the body. The only question is, which body? I mean, yeah, the overall body of Christ, but so often what I find is that Christians don't stay put in one fellowship of believers long enough to find out where they fit in or if they fit in. Is this, Lord, is this where you want me? And our criteria for choosing a church is just, you know, whichever one's more convenient or whichever one makes me feel better. It's emotional or whatever. Human reasons, just preferences. You know, well, yeah, I mean, I just really like the music there. Or, yeah, a lot of my friends go there. Or, yeah, it's close to my house. I had one guy tell me, I just, I just won't drive to church. You know, and that's the criteria. Guys, the biblical criteria is that you actually take the time, Father, where do I fit in? You've designed me. Where did you put me? Now, that may change from season to season, but do you understand? That's the criteria. Lord, where do you want me to be? Where do you want me to serve? Where do you want me to plug in? Where have you placed me? And then, regardless of emotional factors or convenience factors, that's where you participate. That's where you plug in and commit yourself and and serve. The criteria is in relationship with the Father, you, you just, you're, you know, Lord, living sacrifice, here's my body. Where do you want it used? Where do you want me to be? Where do you want me to go? Where, where do my giftings fit in? And then when you get there, you present the giftings. You present yourself. That's the idea that's being put forth here. And he lays out the giftings. Look at them, because a lot of us don't know what ours are. Having then gifts differing, according to the grace that's given to us, let us use them. If prophecy, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith. Some of you are gifted as prophets. No, not in the not like Elijah, you know, where God is going to, you know, allow you to make the rain stop or, or call down fire from heaven or something. You know, it, it's not, you know, you're going to foretell the future. Not necessarily. This idea, the gift of prophecy that we see there is the idea of, of speaking truth. Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain. The name of our broadcast is our goal for this ministry, to keep the main thing, the main thing, Jesus Christ crucified, glorified, and honored as we study and apply His Word. Maybe you're listening right now in Miami-Dade County and you don't have a home church. We want to take this time to invite you to join us for worship. We meet Sunday mornings at 9.30, 11, and 12.30, then again at 7.30 p.m. on Sunday nights. For more information, call us at 305-531-2730 or log on to MainThingRadio.com and follow the link to the church website. Thanks, Tracy. At our website, you'll find today's broadcast to listen to or download. 
and we also encourage you to prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. With a gift of any amount, we will send you an MP3 CD of the entire Book of Acts. A secure option for you to give has been provided via PayPal. That's all available at MainThingRadio.com. Or you can send us an email at questions at MainThingRadio.com. Again, thanks so much for joining us today. Mark your Bibles in the Book of Acts and join us next time here on Main Thing Radio.